Praise the Lord. Everyone say praise the Lord. Welcome to Bible study tonight. It is great to be gathered together and worship the Lord. And it was a beautiful day today. The sun shining out there. And it's great to have all of you here. God bless you tonight. Would you open in the word of the Lord with me to Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19. And this is our third and final talking about battlefronts. So far we've talked about the battle within. And we've talked about the battle among. And tonight we want to talk about the battle that is on the outside of us, the outside battle. And so there's, there's a battle that goes within, and there's a battle that goes among, and then there's this battle that's going on the outside of us. And our key verse that we've been uh, tapping into throughout this few weeks of study is um, found in Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard, a standard against, against him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so when the enemy comes in like an overwhelming flood or surge of water, the promise from the word of the Lord is, is that God's Spirit will raise up a standard against that enemy. Would you lift your hands with me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the standard. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your Spirit that will rise up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you for a standard. Praise God. Amen, amen. How many of you know tonight that the Lord loves you? The Lord loves you. The banner, the Bible says, his banner over us is love. The Bible says that underneath us are his everlasting arms. Round about us is his spirit, a hedge of defense. We are completely covered and protected by the Spirit of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. We are covered by His blood. Amen. And when the enemy, when the enemy comes in like a flood, there is a standard that, that the Spirit of the Lord will raise. And we've talked about how the Holy Ghost will help us win, win that battle that is with in us. Oh, that battle that rages within us, that battle that's there. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit helps us uh, win that battle that rages within us, the flesh versus the Spirit. It's that, it's that continual, and that will always be there. Then that battle, that battle among, among, and uh, the key is love and forgiveness and a desire for reconciliation, that battle among, to, to desire more than anything, to, to desire more than anything is that, that being, that togetherness and that uh, restoration and that 
reconciliation. And so tonight, with the help of the Lord, I want to talk to you about the battle that goes on, uh, the battle that goes on without us. All right? So uh, how many believe that we are, we are the church of the living God? Yeah. Amen. Amen. We are the church of the living, the living God. His spirit, uh, we are blood bought, blood purchased, uh, filled with his spirit, covered with his name. Praise the Lord. Um, so you can only imagine, you can only imagine that there is going to be there is going to be opposition, opposition to the movement of the church. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Uh, and uh, you've probably heard it said even more so as the day or the coming of the Lord approaches. So there's, there's no mystery. And I'm going to say some things, but I will say this, that I believe that the devil is a defeated foe. We're not, here, we're not here talking about, you know, we have to defeat the devil. The devil is already a defeated foe. We still, we, we, ha, we have to defeat ourselves, but the devil is already a defeated foe. And so we're going to talk about some things, but there's no mystery that, that there is a, an onslaught, that there is a, a, an enhanced spiritual warfare that's against the church of the living God. It's not so much against you personally, but because you are a part of the church of the living God, there is a spiritual war that is at place over the souls of mankind. And so our battle, our battle, again, is a battle of submission because the battle is already won. The church is already guaranteed the victory. We already, it's already been written in the final chapter of the book. We know that the church is victorious. And so at the end of the day, uh, one more time, I'm, I'm going to point us inward that the key to the victory that's going on without us is that we stay in the church that we stay in the will of God, that we stay in the plan of God, that we stay a part of the things of the Lord. Oh, would you say praise the Lord with me? Amen. How many, uh, how many just would raise a hand and testify and say, we are part of a victorious church? I'm just not of the mindset that when we go to heaven, we're going to drag barely through the gate like you know, that runner that's run the 26-miler and is, he's dehydrated and his knees are wobbling and four or five people come and grab him and drag him across the finish line. That's not how I envision the church. The Word of the Lord says we are a spotless bride. We are a victorious church. You are a victorious people and the church is a victorious. And I, I have notions of us being caught up together in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, sweeping through those pearly gates as a victorious army. And then, then we were taught, you know, we're, we're going to come back and, and, uh, and we're coming back as the the kingdom of God, the people of God, victorious church, powerful. And 
and alive. We're not. So when we talk about these battles, it's not, it's not like we haven't been given the tools. If, if we will submit and live for God and do the things of God and, and, and uh, embrace His will and serve Him and love Him and get up when we stumble and, and keep on going, the victory is ours, saith the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I was watching a, a thing the other night and... Uh, it was a, 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 a contest, and the, the contestants, it was a physical thing, and the, the contestants were exhausted physically, and, and they had to do this event, and, and, and uh, they did the event, and one of, the, one of the proctors of the thing, after this person was physically exhausted and had poured everything out, and had done it, he said to them, see, you won the battle of your mind. He didn't say you won the battle of your strength and, and see, you won the battles of your muscles and, and see, you won the battle of this. He said, you won the battle of your mind. We are victorious if we can win this battle in our mind that I'm going to make it, I'm going to serve the Lord, I'm going to do the will of God. It's going to be uphill sometimes, it's going to be downhill sometimes, but I am going to win this battle and I'm going to stay in this race because victory Victory belongs to the church. And if I stay in the church, I will be all right. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, again, to win this battle that's going on outside of us, uh, in the realm of the Spirit and all of those things, I, I must once again allow the Spirit of God to work in my life and keep me in line with the will of the Lord. Uh, and that's why, that's why the psalmist said, the psalmist said this, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. He goes on to say in verse 12, Cleanse thou me from my secret faults. Those, those faults that I don't even really... How many believe we all have blind spots? We have blind spots. I have blind spots. Uh, the, other day, the other day, we were backing out of our, our driveway. And... Um, and we looked, and there was nothing there. And we started to back out, and something was there. And uh, I didn't think that Sister Farrell saw it. And she was driving. And I let a hoop out of me. And she said, I saw it. Seriously, there are times when I'm driving and she hollers like that. Wrecking the vehicle wouldn't hurt nearly as bad as the fear that she brings into me when she screams at me. I would rather, I would rather ditch the vehicle. She scares me when she does that. And I scared her. But we all have blind spots. These are things in our life that, that, that are there that we don't necessarily... Uh, see that they're there and and um, 
And that's why this battle is already guaranteed. The victory is already guaranteed. In order for me to fight this battle, I have to, I have to keep my mind and the meditation of my heart and my spirit humbled and submitted and right with Almighty God. Does that make sense? Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, okay, yes. It makes, it makes sense, and it, it doesn't seem like it. You know, we, we should get out there, and, and we got to get out there and fight this, and we got to fight this. No, that's, that's the Lord's dimension. That, that's the Lord's realm. He, he'll fight those battles. But we, we as God's people, if we will focus on the meditation of our heart, and thy will be done, and, and the will of God, and, and keeping those things right, and staying in the church, and staying in the, the things of God, then we will be guaranteed the victory that comes to the church. Amen. Uh, Thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. If I stand upon the word, if I stand upon the doctrine, if I stand upon the promises, if I stand upon the rock, if I stand, then the gates of hell will not prevail against me in that battle. Why? Because I'm Keeping myself in the church. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You folks have me all wound up tonight. You have me all wound up. Amen. And uh, so winning this battle, keeping myself in the right place with God, um, uh, I got to deal with, I got to deal with the, uh, the words the words of my mouth, and I have to deal with the meditation of my heart. Um, and I have to keep those things, I'm just echoing a little bit, I have to keep those things um, acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Everyone say, in the sight of the Lord. I have to keep those things acceptable in the sight of the Lord. And then I have, to, I have to get God to cleanse those areas of my heart. Cleanse those areas of my heart. I have to, uh, I have to get those areas cleansed. In, in my, my heart. Would you do, uh, do something with me right now? Could we just all, just in our minds, or uh, pray and ask God, Lord, you, you, you know my blind spots. You know my blind spots. And we all have them. We all have them. Lord, you know my blind spots. Would you... Would you forgive me of my blind spots, those secret areas of my life? Would you do that with me right now? Lord, Lord, you know those secret areas. You know those blind spots, God. You know those blind 
areas in my heart and in my life. You know them, Lord. Would you forgive me of those, Jesus? Would you forgive me of those, Lord? Would you forgive me of those, Lord? Would you forgive me of those, Lord? I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you, when I, when I was praying that prayer, I, I felt like I was empowering the spirit realm. I felt, like I, was, I felt like I was empowering the spirit realm. I was releasing something in to the atmosphere. I was, releasing, uh, I was releasing something into the realm of the spirit. I, uh, when, we, when, we, uh, when we humble ourselves, when we, when we pray, when we humble ourselves, when we bow a knee toward the Lord, and, and we go into that closet and that dimension and even go into intercessory prayer, uh, we are putting, we are releasing the hands of God to do what His will is and what His, what His purpose is and what His, what His way is. Father, into Thy hands I commend my spirit. Nevertheless, Lord, uh, let this cup pass. But nevertheless, thy will be done. When we, when we uh, enter into that realm and that dimension, we release the hand of, of God to move in ways that we never even dream possible. I haven't, I haven't lost my mind tonight. I haven't. But it's, 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 it's so powerful when we, uh, when, we come, when we come to that. We are going to face some things that come from without. The church is such an object of God's love that there is no question that it is going to face um, malice from powers of darkness. Amen. The church is such an object of the love of God that it's going to face, and it has been this way from the beginning of time. Satan is going to do everything to destroy the church. Herod tried to destroy the children. Uh, Pharaoh tried to destroy the children. Uh, uh, Peter was in prison. Uh, James, on and on, on and on, the enemy has always tried to destroy the church. Now, I want you to get a picture of this. The enemy, um, <laughs> I'm not lost for words. It's just all running through there at once. It's all run through there at once. I want, you to under, I want you to understand. The attack is not on you and I directly. The attack is on the church. All right? And because we are part of the church, 
We're going to face the heat of those attacks. We're even going to face some of the effects of those attacks. But the attack is on the church. All right? I think we got to, I think, and if we can get that, that's, that's revelatory. The attack is on the church. And so that's why I'm saying the battle is between the enemy and the church. Now, what we do, what we do is we release the powers through prayer, through submission, through all of those things. Oh my, this is coming to me so much in my mind. There's, there's something about the power of a submitted, praying child of God that empowers the kingdom of God. The standards, the holiness, the lifestyle, the purity, the righteousness, all of those things have a tremendous releasing power so that the angels and the, and the Spirit of God can do the, the work that it needs to do in those spiritual dimensions. Uh, would someone say praise the Lord with me tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. And that submission is both male and female. It's that, that disciplined, submitted life before God that walks with Him circumspectly and, and honors with measured steps. And, and I'm walking before the Lord, holiness unto God. It releases power into the atmosphere. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. There is such a warfare about the standards and holiness that it either means nothing or it means absolutely everything. Isn't that the truth? It means absolutely nothing or it means absolutely everything. Because of the warfare that goes on in, in that realm over those things. We, we often don't understand, and I don't even understand at all, the, the dimension and the power that there is in a life whose meditation of my heart and whose words of my mouth and, and, and the purity of the secret places. Lord, it releases things. It releases things in the atmosphere. It releases things. Hallelujah. It releases releases things, the meditation and the, and the words of my mouth, the words of my mouth release things into the atmosphere that are so powerful in the spiritual realm. They are so powerful. And this spiritual power, it rests on each of us individually. But it's more that it's in the church collectively because the battle is against the church. It's against the church. Amen. Amen. And that's why the church suffered persecutions. 
And that's why, that's why it came. But when it, when it came, when it came, all it did was it just drove the church around the world. It didn't, it didn't quench the fires of revival. It didn't, it didn't quench the power of miracles. It, it didn't quench the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. All it did was drive it around the world. And it happened through submitted people. Submitted people that were willing, willing to face the fire. Willing to face the persecution. Willing, willing to, willing, hallelujah, willing to look at, look at the old king and say, you can play your music all you want, but we're not going to bend and we're not going to bow. Hallelujah. And the old king said, no problem. I'm going to fire up the furnace seven times hotter. I don't care if I kill the individuals that are heating it up. I'm going to fire it up so much hotter, you won't even believe the heat. And if you don't bend to it, if you don't bend to it, that's where you're going to go. Oh, king, be it in the will of God. If he saves us, great. If he doesn't save us, we're going to live for you a submitted life. You can fire up the heat all you want, but I'm going to live for God. I'm going to submit my life to God. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart is going to be acceptable to God God Almighty, in the fire of the furnace, I'm going to keep my heart fixed on God. Praise the Lord. So fire it up, world. Fire it up, devil. Go ahead. This isn't about me. This is a battle between the Almighty God and the prince and the power of darkness. That's, that's where this battle is. I'm just, I'm just here in the, in the middle of it with a submitted life. Throw me in the fire. If he saves me, he saves me. If he doesn't, I'm going home, be with him. And the old king looked in there and said, didn't we put three in there? Didn't we throw three in there? Yeah, we sure did. Well, why do I see four? And there's something different about that fourth one. He is like unto the son of almighty God. It's because this battle isn't about me and you. This is a battle between him and God. And we are victorious in Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. All we have to do in this battle is know that the Spirit of God will raise up the standard. The Spirit of the Lord will fight the battle. The Spirit of the Lord will do all that it needs to do as long as I keep my spirit right. As long as I keep my heart right. As long as I keep my life submitted right. When do I stay the hand of God to fight for me? When I pick up the fight. And that stops it. That stops it. The Lord says, if you want to fight this, you go ahead. You help yourself. 
You help yourself. And there's where the church has to say, this battle is larger than my personal persecution. This battle is greater than my personal trial. This battle is larger. God's going to bring me through this no matter what. He has promised to bring me through this. This is larger than me. There is a war going on out there that I really don't know a whole lot about. All I know is David said, I got to keep the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. I need my secret faults cleansed. I have got to keep myself submitted and in the will and the purpose of Almighty God. Hallelujah. When we do that, our hope is in the Holy Ghost. This is a very dark hour for the world. It's not a dark hour for the church. It's not a dark hour for the church. The church is growing exponentially across the globe. Revival fires are burning all over the globe. Uh, us as only one, one this apostolic organization are in 200, I think, of the world's 210 nations or countries. We're, th this gospel is growing. People are receiving the Holy Ghost, getting filled, baptized all over the globe. We, we, th the church is not in a dark hour. The Bible says the world is in a dark hour, but the church is a bright light in that dark hour. Amen. Amen. The church is a, a bright light in that, that darkened world. And in this dark hour of the world, it's gonna, there's going to be onslaught. There's going to be things. I, we face things every day. We face stuff all the time. Um, um, amen. <laughs> Our answer is not in politics. Our answer is not in economics. Our answer is not in, in, in anything that's out there. Uh, and, and, and in this hour, praise God, in this hour, and what's going on out in that world, in that dimension and realm, what the church needs is, is not more intellectuals and not more, not more money and not more philosophy and not more this. What the church is needing is a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost into their lives. We need a fresh anointing of the touch of God in this hour. I mean like we've never had before. I mean like what we've got to fall in love with is prayer meeting and Pentecost and Holy Ghost and righteous living and the power of God. Because the only thing that will defeat that darkness is the Spirit of the Lord that raises up a standard. And while we're trying to, to do this, and, and, uh, and you know, I, I don't, not, but anyway, uh, we're, we're wrapped up in this and tied up in this and all that, and, and, and the prayer room's empty, and the prayer meetings are empty, and all that, and, and we're missing the whole, the whole point, what we really just need, uh, you know, uh, and uh, please, please, please understand, back when they were having Holy Ghost revivals, they, they, didn't, they didn't have, they didn't, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have. But you know what they had? 
they, they had a ragtag group of people that was hungry for a moving of God. <laughs> they had a group of people that was willing to go to the church and they were willing to stay there until this Holy Ghost thing fell. They were willing to stay there until we get endued with power on high. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. What would happen? What would happen if we just said, you know what we're going to focus on? We're going to focus on getting together and having Pentecost. What would happen if we just focused on getting together in one mind and in one accord and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart was acceptable unto the Lord? <clears throat> Amen. They weren't professional clergies. They weren't. They, they, there was so much stuff going on, uh, going on around. Oh, if we could just get back to just, let's just get together and have some prayer meetings. Let's just get together and have some prayer meetings. Let's just get together and open the word of God. Let's just get together and love one another. Let's just get together and let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable <clears throat> unto the Lord. Amen. Let there be a general spirit of prayer that comes over the churches in this last day and in this last hour where the thing that we're hungry for the most is just an outpouring of God's spirit, an outpouring of the anointing, an outpouring of the move of God in our midst, an outpouring of the move of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching to you a, a strange doctrine tonight. No, when the church focused on prayer and fasting, when the church just got back down to the root of what is all, I just, I just focused on getting back to what it, what it, how it began. You know, uh, if, if, if you've lost something, you go back to where you, where you last had it. Uh, let, let's, let's focus the, the beacon back on the day of Pentecost and let's focus it back on Azusa. What was it? What was it that, that brought the reigning of God's spirit in those hours and that day it's no mystery it was just a people hungry for God more than they were hungry for the world it was just a people hungry for God more than they were hungry for, for, for the things of their life it was just a people that was hungry for a move of God hungry for a move of God hungry for that shaking in their soul hungry to go into a church and, and have a meeting where you leave there and you can't talk in English and, and your hair's off all messed up and your ties done and your shirts untucked but but I, I I don't look so good but I'm filled with the spirit of Almighty God Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt I have been in the presence of Almighty God Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt I have been in the presence of the Lord. I have been in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where, where the church people stood arm in arm we are going to build this wall. 
we're going to build this wall. And what we're going to do is we're going to put a weapon in one hand and we're going to put a tool in the other. And we're going to work on this wall. And when you hear a brother over here screaming, then everybody's going to drop what they're doing and they're going to gather where that brother is and we're going to rally shoulder to shoulder weapons and tools and we're going to stand together and fight off that enemy. And then we're going to go back to work. And then when this brother over here cries and screams, everybody's going to drop and they're going to go stand shoulder to shoulder. Oh my, what would happen in the church if, if everybody said, we're just going to stand shoulder to shoulder. And when the wall's weak here, we're going to come help you fortify that wall. And, and when I need you over here, come and, and help me fortify over here. And, and we will build this wall. We will build this wall. We will build this wall. Uh, Spirit of the Lord raising up a standard. I, I'm, not, I'm seeing it in my mind, and I don't know if it's coming out, but, but that battle is out there. That battle's out there. Here's what i got to focus on, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart and, and the secret faults, and, 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 uh, and we've got to just, we've got to focus on preaching the gospel, getting back and, and preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. When, when we preach the gospel, we, we unleash things in the, in the spirit realm. I, I'm unleashing things in the spirit realm here tonight. I'm unleashing stuff into the realm of the spirit. When we preach the gospel, now if I get off into preaching me and preaching this and preaching that I'm not releasing anything but when I preach the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ I'm releasing things into the atmosphere I'm releasing because the enemy can't stand against that he can't do anything against that the kingdom of God is built on that and the gates of hell cannot prevail against those things Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, and you know, uh, part if we we'll, if we'll focus and preach uh, uh, Calvary, Christ on the cross, Christ on the cross. Listen, that that was the pivotal moment. That was the key moment. The enemy. It was the fulfillment of Genesis. It was the fulfillment of three and fifteen. It was, the, it was the fulfillment of the very first prophecy of the Messiah. And it came to pass on Calvary. I'm going to bruise his heel, but he's going to bruise his head. Calvary was the, it was the key. And if we get up and preach Christ, if we get up and preach Christ and him crucified, we are bruising the head over and over and over. It is empowering in the spirit realm when we preach Calvary and Christ and the cross. Amen. Amen. Oh, we can talk about science and ethics and morals and all that and all that. But when a preacher just gets up and opens the book and says, on Calvary's hill of sorrow where sin's demands were paid and rays of hope across my paths, I see a crimson stream of blood. It just wreaks havoc in the spirit realm. When you start preaching, there is a hope. There is 
a restoration. There is an answer to the problems of this world. And that answer is Jesus Christ and the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you want to get the devil on the run? You want to chase the devil out of your home? Get up. I see a crimson stream of blood. It flows from Calvary. Its waves which reach the throne of God are sweeping over me. Oh my. And when you start claiming the blood, when you start claiming the blood, when you start claiming the blood, the devil is powerless against the blood. He's powerless against the blood. Hallelujah. He's powerless against the blood. Hallelujah. 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 What was the old songwriter said? Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. So let us give God all of the praise. Am I that old that you don't know that song? I'm telling you. We get philosophized and compromised and trying to negotiate with the enemy. What we ought to just need to stand up and say, I claim the blood of Jesus. I claim the blood of Jesus. You have no power over my family. You have no power over the church. You have no power over our community. You have no power over my loved ones. You have no power over my life. I claim the blood. Do you hear me? I claim the blood. 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 You have no power over my mind. You have no power over my body. You have no power over my life. I claim the blood of Jesus. I claim the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to know how you win the battle out there? You just claim the blood. I claim the blood. And the spirit of the Lord raises a standard against us. Hallelujah. If Christ is preached and nothing but Christ... Hallelujah. And the blood. Hallelujah. And the blood. Praise God. And when that old standard, hallelujah, of the cross is lifted up, is lifted up, when it's lifted up, oh my, the enemy disperses, scatters. We can't touch that. There's nothing we can do about that. Hallelujah. Hmm. If I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw. Amen. Lift him up. Lift him up. Lift him up. If we want to win that battle, empower, empower that battle out there. Empower that. We just preach the gospel. Tell the gospel. Share the gospel. Pray it. Distribute it. Do everything you can to stand for it. The gospel. The gospel. And when we do, the Spirit of the Lord 
will lift up a standard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You folks have me all wound up tonight. I didn't mean to praise the Lord. When we lift him up and let him do it, he fights our battles. He'll fight your battles. You don't have to retaliate. You don't have to retaliate. He fights your battles. You don't have to do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. Praise God. It's not my job to fight back. It's not my job. Let the Spirit of the Lord fight those battles. And he will. And he will. He will fight those battles. So how do you win it? How do you win it? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God. Amen. I feel like I just went bananas tonight. What on earth happened to me? What on earth happened to me? Would you stand tonight? <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight and wonder, what on earth was that? Praise God. When we, when we, when we start to defend ourselves and retaliate for ourselves and take things into our own hands... We've lost the battle. We have lost the battle. When we say, I won't forgive, and I won't speak, and I won't, I'll never do that again, we have lost the battle. We have lost the battle. When we hold on to things, and we, we hold, and we have lost, we have lost the battle. But when we turn it over to the Lord, let the words of my mouth, let the meditation of my heart be acceptable. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. Amen. Amen. So the biggest battle that we fight is, is not, not there, not out there. It's, it's, it's here. It's here. It's, it's the flesh. And when I, when I win that one, the rest of them just fall into place. Amen. Amen. Uh, just before we go, uh, would you join with me at the front? Would you join me at the front? Just for a few minutes. And uh, just, just join with me at the front. I, I appreciate it. I'm not trying to belabor the point. But if you would just join with me at the front. Uh, and and here's, here's what I'm, I'm going to ask, ask you to do. If there's if there is a if there's a battle that's kind of warring within, if it's, if it's if there's a battle that you've been personally fighting, I, I'm going to encourage you. Just would you just turn it over to the Lord? Just turn it over to the Lord. 
Just turn it over to the Lord. Just turn it over to the Lord. I, I, I don't know how to say it other than just turn it over to the Lord. Jesus. 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 Jesus' name.